Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. I liked the, your uh, post the other day about uncertainty. I kept thinking oh, yeah. we've done an entire episode on uncertainty, yeah. but I looked through and we don't have any specifically on I uncertainty. Thought we did. I thought we had I an episode on like how to handle uncertainty and like how to... I thought we did too. Either I can't find it and there's almost or 200 Or I think episodes, it's how so to take possible. action in the face of uncertainty. I think that's what it's called. Was it? Maybe so. I don't know. Maybe so. So yeah, I just well, wanted there's to a bunch bring- of different, there's like a bunch of schools of thought and I'd like to get your insight on this and maybe we can do this like on the episode is like, we're seeing so many different like mantras in social yeah. media. A lot of it's just like, yeah. don't beat yourself up if you're not, you know, learning a new skill or like, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to kind of see all the different schools of thought on like self-compassion, which is awesome. I love that. But at the end of the day, I do have two things going on. Number one, yes, self-compassion, but also like if you're a fucking professional, and you want to survive and like thrive through mm-hmm. this recession mm-hmm. we're getting ready to head into, like you got to do some fucking shit too. So I'm yeah. having like, uh, I'm, I'm like, yes, also like, it's okay. Like, you know, give yourself some compassion, especially if you are a mom and you've been thrust into like trying to homeschool your kids. And like, that's just, you've never done that before. And so you're trying to learn new skill and like also keep them and like work and like you're overwhelmed. But I don't know that we have an option to turn off. I guess that's yeah. the thing is like, I don't know that standing still is an option, really. Totally. No, no, it's not. I, I think, yeah, I want to talk about it all because I think there is this pressure. Like, <laughs> um, I shared a post today and it was really like, you know, there's this pressure of you have to get in the best shape ever now and you have to, you know, double down on your business and you have to, like, I don't know, it just feels like there's pressure. And at the same time, it's also like, this stuff doesn't feel good. And you should also give yourself some time to grieve and figure it out and also not know what's next. Um, I was texting Courtney last week and we were just talking about how, you know, she works in a restaurant. She's like, I don't know going forward if people are going to eat out the same. So what am I supposed to do for my career and my job? And so I think there's things that we just aren't going to know for a while. And some of that stuff, you're just going to have to sit there and not know. And, and I don't think it's a, wise to just sit there eating popcorn and I just know that you know, and you know this too like the longer you stay in an action mm-hmm. and like there's one thing about like grieving and like when you're grieving it's like okay but even then like at some point I know for me being in inaction is like a negative feedback loop I get more angst or anxiety if I'm not doing something and then it grows and then taking action feels even bigger because it feels like I've been sitting on my hands for such a long time, you know? So I think that's why I'm like action to me is there's no right action, but I, yeah, I think inaction is not the right choice either. Totally. Yeah. You know, I wanted to do a post. Um, I've been thinking about this for like four days, just so busy, but, uh, so a couple of people have reached out to me because of the depression episode about how are you doing? How are you handling this? And I'm doing really fantastic, but I think that comes up a lot is like, how is this affecting mental illness? Mm -hmm. And I, Mm -hmm. you know, I was thinking of like five tips or suggestions I can make for people who are struggling with anxiety and depression. And part of it is just doing something and it's not, it doesn't even have to be like, it's the question, okay, like what? But it could just be a simple thing, like 
taking a walk every single day or keeping a bedtime or um, just making sure you eat breakfast every single day, like doing something. And I was thinking about when you made the post about just leaving your marriage and the uncertainty around that is when I first had everything kind of fall apart in my marriage, I started to just every single day I made myself just get up and like brush my hair and put on makeup. Even, and I said this on episodes before, but even though I like cry it all off and I'd be driving around like with mascara all over my face, but just getting up every single morning and doing that, it helped me to like fall apart less. Like if I just stayed in my pajamas all day, it just, I felt like it could have been this really bad downward spiral. And so just waking up, getting dressed, putting on makeup, doing my hair was something I could do. And that gave me more initiative to continue to do other things. And like, I think that's just what you're saying is just doing something keeps you doing something because if you don't, it does feel so huge. Like suddenly actually getting dressed feels really hard. Yeah, for <laughs> if sure. You're not doing it. it is. I remember, um, They've actually done like they've done research studies to show because like my my stepdad actually works or used to work in like a corporate setting and he was like like in the MBA program at like some college or whatever and I remember when like Casual Friday started happening and then like some startups and like you know millennial based companies started doing just casual every day and I asked him what he thought about it and I was like it just seems like it would be easier if you were wearing like you know your sweatpants you'd be more comfortable working you're probably more productive etc and he's like well it's interesting because there's something about putting on something nice that actually does impact your behavior so I'm not saying you need to like wear you know your fucking suit around the house but in a way getting dressed you know getting your hair like for me I like to have like just brush my hair in the morning like get some like basic makeup on so that I feel like okay if I wanted to jump on Instagram you know TV or I wanted to do a story on Instagram at least I would be ready to do it and it'd probably make me be more likely to do it so we'll end up being more productive if we're in we're like dressed and put together in a in a place that we're like okay well i'm already here so maybe i will do a video because i don't have to do all that stuff you know so there's actually you know research showing that what you wear and how you present yourself impacts what you choose to do with your day and you know i mean i think it's it's valid I think it's totally valid and it makes sense. I feel if anyone, I mean, we've all like bought new clothes. Why? Because like we feel good wearing new stuff, you know, and we feel good in like a nice outfit and we act different and we're more confident. So, and you and I have been working at home for so long that I feel like it's not as big of a, a big shift. And these are things that I had to learn over time. When I first started working online, like full time, I remember it was around 2012 and I was in my apartment all day and I got in the habit of just wearing my pajamas all day. Uh, my husband would come home and he's like, you haven't changed your clothes. I'm like, I've been busy, you know? And I just like, I hadn't showered. I hadn't brushed my teeth because I would just jump out of bed and just go straight to the computer. And I just didn't feel good about myself. And I think that I was less productive too. I just, you, there is something about just not feeling great when you're just in your pajamas and your armpits are smelly and you're not going (laughs) to go on, you know, you're not going on Instagram live and you're not feeling really, you're not feeling fantastic. And it is easier to just, I don't know, uh, watch television or kind of waste the day because you're just not up for it, prepared for it. So I just personally, and if this is for people too, who haven't worked from home, I have gotten in the habit of making sure I get dressed. And sometimes I don't like, let's be real, like, because I don't have to, there is this whole thing that like the work from home, live in your yoga pants. And like, we want to brag about that idea, but I think most people, you and I know, who have done it long enough realize like that can't last forever. Now, sure. Like we wear workout pants as a lifestyle, but that's still like, it's, yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not like the sweatpants, uh, nasty ratty hole stuff. Like we still wear stuff that feels good and looks good. And, um, 
Because there's something I to be think- there's something to be said for like feeling put together. And and I I agree with you. I think we kind of take it for granted the fact that we've like been like and so it's funny to me. I work with and you do too a lot of like brand new entrepreneurs who maybe just quit their corporate job or just so it's a lot of the same types of people who are going through something like they had to go to work and now they're in the service industry and now they are at home and they're trying to start a side hustle or they're trying to build their online platform or their online audience. And so I always forget that there really is this like buffer period from like really being like super, if you go to work at nine o'clock, you sit at the desk for eight hours, you come home at five. It's like very just regimented to not having anything on your calendar and having to learn some level of discipline. You know, like I I wouldn't consider myself the most disciplined person, but I do looking at my lifestyle, I do have a routine that I follow. I do have like some things in place and I kind of, and it took me a while to get there, but I always take it for granted that you and I are pretty disciplined when it comes to being home because this is just like, shit, we got to work or else we literally not making money. And I think a lot of people now have been thrust into that situation where they're going, especially personal trainers, health coaches, some of the people that you and I work with, it's like they're not in person. So they do have this amazing opportunity to figure out internet business. And so I think there's a balance. You don't have to feel pressure about it. And here's how you know, like, are you excited about it? Like if it's Mm. constantly feeling like it's hard to fucking do then like you need to figure that out. Because to me, I love working on my internet business. I love, you know, doing things and and it feels exciting to me. It feels purposeful. It feels passionate. It feels exciting. If you're not starting your side hustle and you're feeling bad about it or you're like, it's so hard all the time, then maybe you're not going about it the right way. Like we need to figure out this thing where it feels exciting to build, not like this thing that you have hanging over your head. It shouldn't feel like that. It shouldn't feel like shameful that you're not doing it. It shouldn't feel hard every second. It should feel exciting and new and opportunistic. And so I think check yourself as well. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Well, your thing about being disciplined comes down to also, I think, creating some kind of a schedule. So that was the other piece that I would say if I was giving tips on anybody with depression, but also anybody who's just at home now, you have to create that schedule. So maybe, because I remember when I first started working from home, as soon as I jumped out of bed, I'd start like scrolling and doing everything. And then that's how I never got to eat. I never brushed my teeth. I never took a shower because I just started immediately. The work from home life can be amazing, but it also can mean like you're not, you never turn it off. So now, and I know you do this too, is like we have schedules where like I don't open my Instagram or anything till a certain time or I start calls at a certain time and I give myself some time in the morning. And I know you do too. You go on your walks, you go to the gym and then you start work a little bit later. And then I also turn it off at a certain time. You know, I'm like, cool. I'm not just taking it all the way to bed because it can be so easy. And that's when we do start to hate it and we do start to dread it. And for anyone who has all of a sudden been thrust with kids and now homeschooling and their business, you have to give yourself time to figure out that schedule. So this might mean that your business right now only gets an hour a day for now. Um, And you'll figure it out. Like right now there's the overwhelm and there's the whole feeling like everything has to be done at once. And it doesn't like we have time. And this is a great time just to really look at like, look at what you're doing, look at what's priority and not. I've seen people call this like the great pause. And I kind of like that, uh, like that idea. And I know it's not a pause for everyone, definitely. But the idea of actually taking a look at 
what is really working in your life? What is not? And maybe some of the things that were taken away, like jobs that were lost, did you want that job anyway? (laughs) Is it something you really actually loved doing or is it a blessing in disguise? Like, I don't know what's coming up next and I don't know where I'm going to be working, but I actually didn't love where I was working. And so maybe this is a blessing. And of course, not knowing can be scary, but it's also an opportunity to have something really amazing come into your life. And so I think taking the pause and going, what really matters? And I think that's been big for me is, you know, my friendships, um, food and shelter and things like that. I'm, you know, it's, I was doing a Instagram live with Mike Ayala. He just started a podcast called Investing for Freedom. And he said, he was setting up all these parameters, basically like a a goal. So if he hit this podcast, if he got a certain number of downloads and he got everything, he was going to get himself this car that he wanted. And of course he set this goal before COVID-19 and all this stuff happened. And so he goes, you know, I did it. And he goes, even if I hit this goal, he goes, I don't even care about the car anymore. He's like, now maybe I want to be donating money to a food bank or something. I don't know, but that's not driving me. And so I think it's shifted our priorities and our goals. I mean, I'm looking at my 2020 goals and I'm like, actually that shit doesn't matter to me anymore. Like there are a lot of things that I inherently know that are important. And I think I do a really good job of my priorities, but even more so like we get distracted by the shiny objects and like having a nicer house and a nicer car. And this is the kind of thing that, that shines a light on like what actually matters. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's so good. And you know, you mentioned something a few, a couple of minutes ago about um, having to almost like, you didn't say it in these words, but kind of like relax into this process. Mm -hmm. You know, like we always say in like the workouts, like we got to like relax into it. I feel like what I'm seeing is either, I see people like paralyzed in anxiety and then I see people who are acting out of so much scarcity and uh, anxiety and panic almost. Like I feel like so many people are like, I got to do this and I got to do this. And, and like, yes, action, but also strategic action. So for example, if you are a business owner and you are you know, building your online audience, you should be doing the same things that you do to build your business anyway. Right. So like there's only so much we can promote. So I don't know if you're I see people on Instagram live doing workouts like you're doing too much. Like it's too it's too much. Like you got to settle into it. Get a you know, get a schedule, get and then get really hyper focused on the best way for you to share your gifts. What unique gift do you have? How can you support your clients? How can you um, like what's let's get strategic with it. If you are going to build your online business or your audience, get strategic with it. Don't just like blast out free workouts every hour of the day. That's not a business either. So I'm seeing both. I'm seeing a lot of like panic action that Mm -hmm. like isn't really strategic. So I'll give you guys an example. Um, You know, we've been seeing a lot of people doing these um, webinars on like how to recession proof your business and like what you should be doing right now and whatever. And one of the, the kind of like theories is that people are getting stimulus checks right now. So if you do have a program or product, you should put it out in April because that's when people are getting their stimulus checks. But in May, no one will be buying anything. And I think that's a little short-sighted. I mean, the idea that like April 30th, people are going to buy stuff, but May 1st, they're not going to buy stuff. Like, right? right. And plus, if someone is in a position to get a stimulus check, chances are they're spending it on bills and mm-hmm. debt and shit like that anyway, right? Or saving it. So mm-hmm. I, I think it let's like pull back a little bit, look at the perspective and go, cool, if you've been building this for you know months or even years, stay the course stay the course. Like I've, you know, I've had um, a friend of mine who does like Facebook advertising, does like paid traffic. He was like, Jill, let's do a business, a free business course. It's going to be so good. It's such a great opportunity. And I was like, yeah, but I already have a plan in place. I already have something that I'm 
that I'm working towards, I've been working towards for the last three months. I'm not going to just abandon that because of this. Like, so it's both and be strategic and then also take action, but not from a place of panic and anxiety. And it's okay to like feel anxious, but like get yourself to the point where you're relaxing into it and still being strategic with it. I'm so glad you brought that up. I think, um, when it comes to the panic and anxiety and kind of creating stuff and doing the, it's not sustainable because that level of, uh, just panic and feeling in your body. You just can't keep it. It's almost like you're, you're sprinting, right? And we can't sprint for miles. Like people run a marathon. Well, me run a marathon at, you know, 10, 11 miles an hour. But if I'm sprinting, I'm going to go a lot faster than that. Right. So I think that we have to, like, I love the relax into it. Jill used to always say this in our workouts. It's just like, we would laugh because it's like, we're dying. It's like, how do you relax into this workout? But and this is this, it's, it's the same, but different. It's like, we got to relax into this. Uncertainty and I get it because knowing. people are in real scarcity right now. Like yeah. people literally have fucking bills coming in that yeah. they don't have the money to pay for. So there is a lot of urgency and there is a lot of real scarcity. And so I don't want to downplay that or belittle that, but there's only so many things you can sell at once. And so yeah. remember, there's only so much uh, promotional real estate to be had. So if you have 250 people on Instagram and you're trying to sell them something every single day, every single second, cause you need to make money. Like that's also not going to be a good strategy too. Cause like, again, that's not going to work. So it's like, I get it. How do you balance like the real urgency and scarcity with the long-term strategy that you need to build this business so that you can get yourself into position where you're not in that like really urgent place, you know, in a couple yeah. months. So it's like, it's both and. One of the one of the things and tools that I teach in Find the Money Project, and also I think this fits as well, is whenever I feel like I'm in a place of scarcity with money, I, I give. So I'll find someone to donate to, send money to. And I think this is very similar with your business, is if you're freaking out, think of ways you can give back, ways you can give back to your community, either with extra calls, or maybe you're just volunteering. Or I just know when you stop making it about you and you start looking at other people or seeing what you have and realize you have gifts to give that maybe you're not going to get money from, but you're not expecting that. It just changes the energy all the way around. And I think that all of us have something we could give time, talent, um, you know, resources. We could be donating food. If we have extra food, we can time and talent everybody has. So I think when you're, if you feel like you're in that place of scarcity and you're trying to sell and you're like, nobody's buying and ah, like I have bills coming tomorrow, like find ways you can serve and be of service. I think for me, at least that's something that's always helps me shift like where I'm, my perspective is and shift the energy around it. Yeah. No, it's so good. I love that you always do that because it's like, you know, the time to give is when you feel like you can't afford to, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, I'm going to take it one step further. I do think that it is important to invest even monetarily. So, and I, I don't mean you need to join like a $10,000 mastermind or buy a $100, you know, course, but everyone can spend $12 on a business book or on a personal development book. Or like, I think there is even value in the signal that it sends to yourself from an abundance standpoint of like, I trust that I'm going to spend $12 on this book and it's going to help me make $13 later. Like there's something to that exchange that's an energetic exchange that you have to trust. Okay, I'm going to educate myself. I've been listening to so many books on tape. I've been going on long walks, doing more walking than usual. Um, 
and I've just been listening to business books and selling books and like and marketing books and I'm just like and there's something of value to that and every time it's 12 bucks 15 bucks whatever but I think it's there's something so valuable in that it really is a signal to yourself that you're taking this seriously so that after all of this quarantine is kind of over that you have an asset that's going to live on past this point so Yes, you know, do your binging on Netflix, but at the same time, like one time a day, I would say, how are you investing in your brain? That, like, to me, that would be a good investment. How are you investing in your brain? Do you listen to podcasts? Are you watching TED Talks? Are you watching? There's so many free resources on YouTube for people who are doing what you want to do, but been doing it longer, doing it better. There's no shortage of even free resources, but I think there is an energetic signal, even if you spend that 15 bucks on a book. I think it's really important. Dude, I love, I love that. I think we have been doing more uh, watching YouTube videos and not like cat videos, but watching training videos and um, sales and stuff more than I ever have. And I could do it before, but it's, I feel like it's so much more intentional right now. Yeah. And it's not like I have your power, dude. It's like, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I'm learning so much right now. And I, I've been really intentional with my time and schedule. And it's, it's funny because joking around about how I manifested this whole, um, pandemic because (laughs) I wanted to like get a break in my schedule and stay in one place. And for the last four months, I I should post a picture on Instagram, but I I make my priorities every single month at the beginning of the month. And so I break it down by financial uh, relationships, career, social. And my, the last four months, the social has said, say no, because anytime I get invited to do something, I'm, I'm always like, yes, let's go. I always want to see people. And so I've had to, I've been telling myself just to say no to social stuff because I need to work on my own, my own work. Right. And I'm like, Oh, I've been saying, say no, January, February, March. And then suddenly April, I was doing my April goals, right. Just last week. And I was like, Oh, I guess I don't have to write say no anymore because I don't get to say yes. But it's, um, it's an interesting place where we have this time to really just look at, look at ourselves and like, take the time to learn, to grow. And this isn't to say like, you know, we both watched all Tiger King. It's cool. It's (laughs) literally my favorite thing. Um, but we do have the time to do it. And so, you know, after you're done grieving and, and you know, at some point you do got to go take a shower, get your hair done and like, not get your hair done, but you know, do your, do Do your your own hair (laughs) and then start to think of something and you, you don't, maybe you don't have a business yet. Maybe you have no idea, but like what Jill said, reading books, getting resources, just start to just start to mull over ideas in your head. Be open to some new things coming to you. Yeah, I think it's such an interesting time. I actually I I, I like it. I don't like obviously the death. I don't like people losing jobs. I don't like all of that stuff, but I do like some of the pauses we get and some of the opportunities we have to really look at what's important. And so I think we can always look at the good and the bad. Like I see all these posts, uh, you know, and there's both, there's both, you know, heavily both. And mm-hmm. I've had my moments where I've really cried and bawled for people that, that are hurting. And, um, so it's not to say that this is like washing over that stuff, but I think for us on this podcast, if you have the availability to listen to us talking right now, then you might have some time and you might be the type of person who wants to grow. And so we want to encourage that. And we want to encourage you to like not get in a funk because this is a time we can all rise. We can really rise and use this to our, our advantage. Yeah. 
totally agree. I do think it's both and. I think, you know, take some downtime, take some time for you, do the self-care that you need to, especially if you are a mom that, you know, now all of a sudden you're having to deal with your kids being home and all those those kind of changes. Like make sure you're taking care of you first. But I do think it doesn't, for everyone, I would consider like listening to a podcast or watching a TED Talk as like a very low barrier to entry. So, you know, or doing something small, like my my boyfriend is still working, but he, on his days off, he normally uh, will play a bunch of sports. And obviously he can't play sports now. So can't play volleyball, can't go to the beach, can't surf, can't play basketball for five hours, like whatever. So he said to me the other day, like we were just, you know, kind of like we're setting up our new place and he goes, I'm just bored. And I was like... I just take it for granted because I always have something to do, right? If you have a business, so he... So he's not going to start a business. Like that's not his thing. He's not going to start an online business, but he opened up like an Ameritrade account and he's trying to like learn and teach himself about e-trading. And I was like, cool. Like that's something that, you know, he's not a super personal development type person. He's not like a business, online business person, but he's like, cool. I'd like to learn more about investing. And that's like something that, you know, is an example of something outside of what we're talking about that anyone can do. And set your timer on your phone for like 20 minutes and be like, cool, I'm going to watch some YouTube videos on Ameritrade for 20 minutes and call it a day. Like it doesn't have to be this big, huge thing that takes all this time. It's like, cool, expose yourself. Almost just expose yourself, right? Expose Mm -hmm. yourself to decide at the end of this, where do I want to maybe put some of my effort? I actually think it's, I hate to say it and it feels weird saying it, but I do like it as an opportunity for, like you said, for people to try out stuff, like they have more time because they're not doing that. So it's like, cool, how do you, how do you want to spend that time? And I don't think there's any wrong way to spend it, but I would say that at some point we have to get moving. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Well, I like, I like this conversation. I like, I mean, I agree with you and I could see, I would love to hear other people's opinions. I know that we can't speak directly to every circumstance and there are so many different circumstances around here. So hopefully you, you all listening can understand that. Um, but if we're talking to you, we're talking to you. If we're not, we're not. <laughs> and uh, we just appreciate you guys for listening. Yep. Love it. All the time. So good. Well, I'm glad we got this download. Um, all right, you guys, make sure you connect with us in the closed Facebook group. Uh, thebestlifepodcast.com is our free Facebook group. We have a pretty good group in there. Uh, Danny and I have been talking about doing some happy hours in there. So we'll decide if we can start rolling some of that out or maybe doing a little bit more of a series during this downtime. Thank you guys for being patient with us. We have been publishing twice a week for a few months now, and we are not as consistent. Uh, ironically, Danny is staying at a place 20 minutes south of me, and the idea was that we'd get to record more in person, <laughs> and that's obviously not happening. So we're trying to do our best. We'd love to hear you guys if you have any specific topics or any specific ideas for episodes or things you would like for us to cover. We're always open to feedback. We a lot of times love to do just Q&As. We love to just do just riff on topics that you guys might be um, dealing with obviously if it comes to homeschooling your kids don't look to us to help you with that good luck to you Uh, but we'll support you from here and uh, we will definitely have a virtual happy hour with you so loving you guys thanks for being here and we'll see you soon see ya